0: Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Now at the time of recording, I am now four days out from my last show of the season. Uh, Some of you may know from Instagram already, uh, I competed at the Two Bros British finals there at the weekend and uh, picked up the win in Classic Physique Novice um, and then came fourth in the Open class and ultimately um, it was a fantastic day Um, ran really, really well, a little bit quiet Quite a show than than I expected, but um, that was a goal of mine uh, to to win a British title for for a long time. Um, so the fact that I ticked it off was was class. Now, and um, what I'm going to do is rather than sort of go into that today, um, what I'm going to do is a podcast in in a few weeks, kind of after the season's over. that just kind of summarizes kind of how it went, things that uh, we perhaps did. Differently into each show and um, how you know today. I'll talk a little bit about how it feels to kind of go from show to show And you get a little bit of an insight to that But then I'll give you more of my sort of breakdown and personal experience um especially with some of the things that happened uh, When I for example came back from from XR but you'll, you'll hear all about that So what I thought I would do, um, you know as I'm recording this which is you know, you maybe you're listening to this later on down the line This is now August 2021. Um, I'm in the process of doing four four shows in 20 days, sort of back to back to back to back, and it's really the first season, the first time I've ever done something like that. Um, you're probably thinking, well, one, well, this is your third season. Why are you doing that? Well, the first one, which was Men's Physique in 2017, uh, I was just invested in one show. Um, I honestly, I did it, and I told myself I'd never compete again. Uh, I hated the process. I was eating chicken and broccoli. I was very much with a, a bro coach at the time. Um, so yeah, that was that, and I told myself I wouldn't compete. And then eventually, when I kind of came round to, to the idea of competing again, which was three years later in 2020, um, I did it. I did it the right way. I did one show, uh, which I which I won, couple of couple of medals, and then lockdown hit, and my second, you know, the, the show I had planned second, um, that season was cancelled. Uh, I think it was cancelled at four or five days out, uh, thanks to Boris Johnson, um, and COVID. So ultimately, this is a sort of first first season I've ever done anything like this. So I was never able to relate to a client who wanted to do it or had gone through it or would ask me, okay, well, what's it like? Um, So that was something that I really wanted to do myself. So I experienced that, like for me, I'll never ask my clients to do something I'm not willing to do or have done myself. Um, So I wanted to sort of lead by example and do that. And rather than just do the two, I thought, well, fuck it, let's just do a bit more. And then an extra show was put on sort of six days after the finals with FitX. Um, and I thought, oh, I could maybe just hang on and do that one as well. Um, one of the main reasons for hanging on and doing that one um, is so my wife can see me compete because this will be the last show that I'll do for a while. Um, as many of you may know who are listening, I'm a way to be a dad. Um, and the plan is to be a dad for a few years, maybe come back when I've got, I want to say greys, but I'm going to say when I've got more greys um, and I'm a little bit older, maybe perhaps I'm in the Masters. But before I kind of go into this podcast, what I want you to bear in mind it's going to be written from the experience of an assisted male bodybuilder and with what I hope or what I'd like to say a decent amount of muscle mass. Remember, I'm six 6'4. Um in an off-season, I'll push an upper ensurance of 125, 130 kilos. Um and then when I'm you know when I'm when I'm lean, when I'm peeled, maybe perhaps about 102.8, 103. Um so if you are like a 50 kilogram bikini girl, uh, this process of me talking about Back-to-back shows and getting tighter and explaining the depleting process and whatnot, it might not fully apply to you. Um, some of it, some of it might, might perhaps well in regards to how you feel, um, but the the full thing won't. So please take that with a pinch of salt. You know, if you're a guy, um, a little bit of muscle on you and you're competing, if perhaps you're a female, you are competing in the more muscular female categories, You've got quite a bit of size on you, um, then you, you'll certainly be able to relate to this. So before we kind of get into that, let's let's take an example of. What it would be like if you did one show and then you kind of had a break in between so let's say you know one show was one week and then you had another one that was two weeks later so it wasn't the next week it was two weeks later and that can be quite common for some competitors uh, to allow that sort of week break or some even allow for multiple weeks breaks uh, between their show um, and ultimately you kind of got to look at both scenarios um, and well i mean i guess they're they're very much the same, right? So for those of you who have never competed before um, and and didn't know, show day is exhausting, right? Um, And maybe if you're anything like me, if you sign up for a Federation, this maybe allows you to do two classes, right? One class usually fucks you up. You can imagine how fucked up you get after two. Now, if you are struggling to kind of figure why, well, just think of it logically. Like if you're trying to tense every single muscle in your body, whilst holding your breath, right, for for a time period, whilst trying to look natural, and you're going to hold that for as long as the judges say so, it can be very physically demanding um, on the body, but also it's going to burn um, a fair amount of calories that you probably aren't aware of. Now, what this means is that, you know, the day following, well, actually not even the day following, later on that day, you're going to be feeling extremely tired, extremely beat up, um, But if you have allowed for some time in between shows, you kind of have a one to two day window, a little bit of leeway um, to sort of back off. Now, what I mean by that? Now, it's quite common for a lot of people when they're competing to want to go out for a meal or want to go out for food after they've competed. And why is that? Because obviously they maybe want to celebrate um, a result, a placing, maybe something that, you know, they, they've achieved a, a first and they go, oh my god, I never thought um, I could do that. So they, they want to go out, right? And often, like, celebrations often involve drinks, food, you know, spending time with, with kind of loved ones. And you, you you definitely then have scope to, to have that meal the night of your show. And then the next day, obviously, when, like, what I'll say is the next day you're going to feel horrendous, right? If you think of the worst you've ever felt on prep, the next day after a show, you often you feel way worse, right, uh, than, than that feeling. Um, however, if you've allowed for a meal at night and then you, you have the sort of ability to... Back off the gas, be a little bit relaxed with food the following day as well. You're going to feel much better than uh, the scenario I'll talk about later, which is kind of getting back to the diet. And I think it can serve as a good sort of mental break as well, um, especially for your loved ones that just want to, like, celebrate in your success. Um, and then, you know, what would you do? So let's say the show's on a Sunday. The Sunday night you go out for a meal. The Monday, maybe you a little bit relaxed. You know, you don't binge or but you're a little bit relaxed with the diet. You a little bit more. Um, and then the Tuesday You kind of get back to your your usual diet now for for the the, your usual diet your training expenditure your lipolytics whatever it is now during that following week when you've got more than seven days you've got maybe perhaps 10 or 12 uh, to deplete back down and some i realise that some of you some of you just went well vaughn what the fuck does depleting mean so Remember, if you think back to, I've talked about flat versus full, uh, which is one, one of the podcasts previously, um, you're trying to fill fill the muscle up, But then what you kind of got to do is you've got to deplete back down, right? You've got to take away that muscle glycogen and get back down to a leaner state. Why? Because you're going to want to do the same thing. Put more food in, fill up for your kind of next show. So refer back to that podcast or article on the website if you are unsure. But you've got a a fair bit of time to do that right before the next show. So you don't have to be necessarily too aggressive with things. You can just kind of get back to doing what you were doing. However, 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 let's take the scenario by which the, your next show is the following week. Um, and at the same time, you're kind of wanting to bring or present a tighter package for that show or for those sort of plural for shows that you've got. And that's something that I endeavored to do was, okay, I've got these four shows in 20 days. Can I actually bring about um, a better look? And the answer is yes, because you know, I could say that why, because I've done it. And unfortunately, like the, what this process means is that there's not there going to be any scheduled free meals after your show. Um, and some people really, maybe kind of mentally can't handle this. Like, the reason I can is because I'm very robotic with food and have quite a, maybe perhaps an alien uh, relationship with it in regards to, like, I don't necessarily have never relied on it, enjoyed it, used it as a mechanism to cope with stress or celebrations or whatnot. It's, it's never been something that I've kind of kind of had um, but for some people like it really really is everything in their whole life apart from this diet has been incorporated celebrations enjoying whatnot with food and drink and um, if it's your first time and you've just won a show or you've placed or whatever it is done something that you didn't think possible you, you're excited you're pumped you want to celebrate your friends and family are like yeah you know let's go get food Um and you know you combine this with how exhausted you'll feel um, Show day itself um, just got harder, right? So you're not able to do that. So you kind of have to embrace embrace the suck, if that makes sense. So for myself, what I'll tell you, I've done for the majority of the shows that I've been in, is that after each show, so the shows have been on Sundays, bar this last one, um, after the show, I have ran protein meals for the rest of the day, um, and ultimately at the end of that day, I've hit my usual daily calories. That was that was there prior to the carb load. So we'd call that like your usual tr- you know, baseline calories. Um and for me, I didn't mind kind of how I how completely drained I'd felt, you know, I was going to feel by the evening because I knew that it wasn't that day it was the hardest. It was it was the day after. Right. So I've already said this on the podcast before. It's yeah, the day after is really, really bad. But if you've if you haven't had a meal and you go like you do what I've done, which is just run protein. Now, bear in mind that that was two and a half thousand grams of carbs into a show on show day, very little, very little carbs in the lead up to because they didn't need to, and then protein the rest of the day. You can imagine how sort of different you're going to feel at night, especially after again, tense and every muscle in your body for as long as the judges want you to. But the way I see it is that show day isn't that hard, right? Because you're still riding a high like such a high from what's just happened like emotions you kind of are all over the shop you don't know what to think like for example um Tubber's there winning the British or PCA the the a couple of weeks before winning um the tall tall classic at that regional uh, I was just so kind of happy with everything that went on the result that and because I don't care about food I, I, it was it was fine it was normal it was it was like this is class you know just in, just enjoying the result um and the re- main reason was cuz i knew like it's years that you work to get there it's not just it's not like any other sport where sometimes like the pe- the performance comes and the gratification comes right there and then it's it's years of i mean I suppose other sports are as well but i think if you're into bodybuilding you know exactly what i mean so for me it's just the achievement was enough it didn't need anything with it plus uh, i knew that you know, i've not celebrated yet I knew that those meals or drinks or whatever would come in time um, and they will be there, I suppose in, in four days um, where I could kind of sit and process everything but um, so, so that was show day the next day, um, for me um, or what I'll say is if you're doing back to back shows and you want to get tighter you know, you're exhausted from the day before, but what you got to combine that with is the fact that you got to get up you got to probably get back on the maybe not Stairmaster, it was cross trainer for me, get back on some sort of cardio kit. You're probably going to run a big leg session. It's not going to be like a heavy one, but it's going to be pump based and you're on your usual calories. Now, personally, I actually, one show where I actually ran 50 gram of carb uh, for three days after it and I trained and whatnot on that. Um, so you can imagine like by midday of the day following the show, you're extremely fatigued. Um, and it's really at that point I would say that you either won't give in or you don't. Right? It's the, it's the will and the want and the desire to not give in that keeps you going. And I always say, it's nothing a nap can't sort. It's not gonna feel horrendous, but literally what I want you thinking, you're doing back-to-back shows, I right? see the next day, right? Your mentality is just for the whole day, get through today, get through today, get through today. Because it will be the hardest days of prep. And if you can get through them, you can get through the rest of prep. No problem at all. There'll be no other day that's gonna feel harder. Bear in mind as well, if you're an assisted bodybuilder, you've maybe perhaps put in, put back, like, clen back in, so then you've been off it for maybe three, four days because in the lead up to the show, you're trying to reduce stress. So, what happens is the shakes come back, the, the feeling shit comes back because that'll happen with clen, right? But then you, you taper off. But because you are, like, or sorry, those side effects taper off the longer you use it. But because you're sort of like week to week putting it in, taking it out, putting it in, taking it out, you get those sides that come straight away. Um, Come matter how you're feeling, it's uh, yeah, it's not it's not a great the day falling is not a not a great day, um, but what it does do um, is it does allow you to kind of get leaner uh, on a on a week to week basis. So let me give you an example of um, I did one show at the start of July. My um, weight prior to that, my low was like one hundred five point five. Anyway, two weeks later on the Wednesday before we loaded, it was one hundred three point six right? That was before PCA Northwest. The Wednesday that followed, which was the PC Southwest, as 103.2 kilos. So 0.4 kilos down. The Wednesday after, which is the Wednesday before the British finals, is 102.8 kilos. So there's about 0.4 kilo of a drop every week. And I know you're thinking, Vaughn, whoa, you mentioned that the scales. It's not about the scales. And you're totally right. However, when you combine it with the fact that Visually it's looking tighter each week. You kind of know that you're getting, you know, body fat is dropping. You're looking tighter. Whether like for me, it was, it was kind of, kind of all over really. It wasn't anything. I'm not, I don't necessarily have a significantly stubborn body fat site. So just all over, we saw a bit more conditioning in the legs and a bit more conditioning in the lower abs. Just everywhere looked that a little bit tighter. And I know what you're thinking. I'm thinking, wait a minute, Vaughn, you told me that you, you know, it takes, two and a thousand grams of carbs to get you full. Like, how are you able to then sort of drop weight and lose fat? And I'm going to now say, well, I hope that you've listened to the, the How Refeeds Works podcast, or you've read the article on the website. If not, I'm going to direct you back to there. However, this is your first time sort of listening to a podcast. Let me just remind you, um, or sort of jog your memory a little bit. We've spoken about sort of our most depleted state, when we are in that state, Um, when we're extremely lean, that fatigue and stress on the body is high. That's going to mean cortisol levels are elevated, and as I said, cortisol is this effectively, I'm going to call it in this scenario, the enemy of fat loss, right, and it promotes muscle loss. However, it's essential for survival, but in this scenario, when we're extremely lean, that's what I'm referring to as. Now, what does putting in more food do to these sort of levels? Well, ultimately, more food washes away that diet changes fatigue, that stress, and ultimately lowers those cortisol levels. So your cortisol levels were high, you've now lowered them which, without having zero impact on body fat. Because remember, you're just trying to fill up muscle glycogen, trying to get the muscle full. Your body's still in an aggressive calorie deficit. You know, like calorie deficit takes, you know, some time to accumulate. It's over days, not just one, right? So if you've been aggressively dieting for months. Put a bit of food in you fill up muscle glycogen that's all you've done you've filled up those muscle glycogen stores without any change to body fat now when this happens you can then continue to mobilize fat as a fuel source why because you're you're in this mindset where you're like well fuck i've only got six days seven days to be better you tra- you know you, you're able to train harder you move more you put more in your cardio so that's how you're able to then if you go straight back to your diet you've effectively had a refeed Effectively, so it's, it's it's a carb load and a refeed you call them the same thing because they're both strategic and um, you're both kind of looking at okay how much, how much grams of carbs gets me full how much grams of carbs um, do i need to present the best look effectively and here's a scenario right an example is uh, one of my shows the day following the show on the, the monday i think i was 106.5 right? Now you're thinking, but Vaughn, you've told me that your lowest weight was like, say, 103.2. Well, yeah, okay. Of course, you've you've put more food in. And as you put more food in, your weight goes up because you fill in those muscle glycogen stores, you get heavier. Now also in show day, if you didn't know, in the lead up to that, we manipulate water. So we really kind of dehydrate ourselves to get this dry look. It makes the muscle look that little bit better when it's dehydrated, but also when it's full. It's effectively what we're trying to do. So you, you maybe perhaps we'll... Reduce your water intake, for me, from, like, say, 8 litres two days out to, the day before, 4 litres. At the same time, you're maybe using, for me, it was natural diuretics, it was vitamin C, it was something called H2 removal. What this is going to do is just promote your body to get rid of water. So, you, effectively, you're dehydrating yourself. Now, what do you think happens when you put water back in? So, the minute you compete... You put water back in, you've got this unquenchable thirst, you're drinking litres and litres and litres. So your body's going to hold on to that for a little bit of time. Why? Because it's thinking, well, fuck, you've just depleted me of all this and I don't know if you're going to do it again, so I'm going to hold on a bit. So here comes the the sort of 106.5, right, on the Monday. Now, you obviously then get back to your normal fluid intake the monday your normal diet and all training and whatnot your body kind of go all right well we're getting we're getting fluid now um maybe perhaps you went back to usual salt intake as well because that's what, what i did played a bit with electrolytes and um, your body's went right okay we can kind of come back down to balance here so we call that homeostasis right it's just the body always wants to come back to this balanced state so it comes back to it allows you know it allows that water that you're holding to be dispersed and it begins to drop now, this is where you might go a 106.5 on the Monday. The Tuesday, you might wake up and you might be down 104, say, 103, perhaps. Then the next day on the Wednesday, 102.8. All right. Whereas the, the, the week previous was 103.2. 0.4 kilos down in that week. Effectively, you've dropped that sort of 0.4 kilos of, of body fat or, you know, just visually looking tighter um, in a few days. Right now, to the untrained eye, that's a lot of weight loss on 106.5 to 102.8 in such a short period of time. But to us, having thought about the process, having thought about it logically, it's kind of somewhat normal in those scenarios. And I hope that that explains how you're able to compete. You know, as a assisted male bodybuilder, perhaps maybe the, the, the more muscular, the more muscled female categories. How you're able to actually get tighter from show to show. Now, listen, not everyone's the same, right? Not everyone's body will respond differently. This is me giving you sort of my personal experience, but also explaining well. This is this is what I went through, but this is why logically, scientifically, it works. And I hope that that comes across in in layman's terms. Now, I kind of think that this season, I can kind of relate to both. Scenarios of having a break in between and then doing sort of shows back to back. Um, And I'll give you my personal preference. You know, my first regional was July the 4th. And then my next show wasn't until two weeks later. That was the PCA Northwest. And although I needed the time between those shows to get leaner, because I wasn't wasn't lean enough for that first show. I, I knew I wasn't. It wasn't my best. I couldn't enjoy it. But anyway... I needed to be leaner, so I needed the time really, um, which we got very aggressive with things. Cardio was up at an hour and a half in that week. It was really tough but rewarding. Um, I found that weekend in between really mentally challenging, and I think that it was because there'd be times where I'd be sit- simply sitting around waiting for the next week to like hurry up and get here. I know that that's the wrong way to look at it, but it's how I viewed it because I knew in my head I was like I was getting leaner each day. And I wanted to go back on stage and present present a better package and be close to my best for me to feel some sort of joy and fulfilment. Because it was so long away, um, I just I struggled, um, struggled mentally. I mean, I got through it just fine, just sucked up and got on with it like you always do. But I just found it extremely hard. Um, whereas this time around, kind of having now done this, I've done three shows back to back and, and this, you know, in a few days it'll be four. Um, I have honestly much preferred it much much preferred it like for me as i said there's no meals out but food doesn't bother me um and when you've consumed like so i need you consume a lot of food to get full really the last thing you want to do is ultimately is go eat loads of food now if you're maybe perhaps a bikini girl men's physique guy you're not eating a whole lot um i I understand the urge and the want you know to to go and fucking smash a lot of food because you've not been doing it like i don't peak my bikini girls i tend to reverse their calories out in the lead up to their show So They haven't had a lot of food for a very long time. I can understand how hard that would be and how different it would be But then again some people just mentally are gonna find that tough having protein for the rest of the day and then running low Um, the days after um, Were extremely hard. So that was sort of three Mondays effectively um, That were that were very very challenging. So the first regional drove back up the road. That Monday was hard the second one uh, you know the extra one I'll actually save for the other podcast, and the last one I flew back up the, the road on the Sunday, um, and the Monday was that was which was yesterday when I'm recording this, which is Tuesday, uh, was was tough, um, but I just just go on with it, um, because as I said, like I I I knew that if I got through, I was like, well, fuck, there's you know there's actually not not a lot of it left, and I'd seen the process of, well, if you do it and you just put up with it, you actually get a bit leaner, so just. Kind of put up with it. Now the 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 show's so close together. um, They haven't really given me much time to process the result um, results, shall I say? Um, And but I'm okay with that because I know that that'll come after when I'll sit and I'll sort of review and kind of be like, what the fuck's just happened? Um, Instead of kind of allowing myself to process the result, it just kind of gave me focus. Like a like, I'm focused guy anyway, right? But but so much more on the task at hand because I'd been like, well, I want to be tighter. So what I got to do? No slip ups. Protein. Get back in your cardio. Get back on this. And you know the reason I found I found it easy. It wasn't necessarily easy as such, but the reason I found it not too bad was just the drive to be better. Um, knowing that I could be better, knowing that I wanted to bring my best, and I think as any bodybuilder would do. Each time you pre- you step on stage, you want to present your best, um, and you know it would have been all too easy for me to have after the the sort of the the two bros British finals to be like, ah oh, well, you know I've achieved such a you know high high accolade. I'll just just kind of sack off the diet and not do this, not do that for fitx when that's just not who I am. You know who I am is like, well if you're going to do a job. You know do it properly, finish it off. What's another sort of five six days? Um, but for me, my big driver was, you know, I wanted my wife to be there, um, I wanted her to see the last one, the last dance, because she couldn't come to the um, the two previous I'd just done. She was there at the northwest, but I couldn't make the southwest so the one in London. Uh, why? Because she's, she's unable to fly at the moment, because she's trimester three. Um, so this one here, we can drive down, and that's why I signed up to do it. Um, so, I, I, and as I said, you know, part of the process was want to go through it for clients, lead from the front, show them. Well, listen, if you want to do it, I've done it. I know how it feels. I can relate to you. I can support you through it, um, and talk you through kind of how how it goes. So, I guess if you were to summarize this podcast, it would say that doing model, you know, doing back to back shows over a few or consecutive weeks, you know, it can be incredibly challenging. Um, mainly because competing is so hard on the body, and um, to get back down to sort of baseline or even to bring a tighter look, it's going to involve, you know, one to two sort of hard days post-show. Um, but what I'll say is if you, trust me on this one, is that if you you, you get through them, um, you, you know, you'll be back to feeling your kind of quote-unquote self before you know it. Now, when I say feeling yourself, I mean you'll be back to feeling how you were feeling <laughs> before you carb loaded, which is you kind of get used to that feeling of being fucked, but you don't feel... Um, kind of kind of extra fucked. And when you get through those hard days, you, you're only a few days out again. It's time It's time for more food to get back in and then start getting full. So you can most certainly get leaner, it just requires not missing a beat, enjoying meals out or after your show or kind of going out and celebrating, having having drinks or, or whatever it is. Um, the example for me was I was always like, right, get through the Monday. And when I got through the Monday, I was like, right, cool. We're five days out. And I was like, oh shit, wow. Five days, I'm like, right, I need to get through these next two. And then before you know it, I'm carb loading. Holy shit, that's not a lot of time. So then that that's kind of how I how I approached it. But listen, guys, um, as I said, the next podcast will probably be a little sort of wrap-up or summary of um, kind of my whole season. I'll go into a little bit of details about what we've done, what we, what we should have done differently, what we didn't do, etc., etc. And hope you do enjoy. But if you have been following the journey so far, I thank you for your support, especially the messages I've received from each show. Um... It's been very, very heartwarming, very humbling, especially for people that have kind of come out the come out the rafters a little bit from from over the years. Um, but I just want to say thank you, and I appreciate every single one of you, um, and hope that you continue to get value from listening to this, to this podcast. So wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.